Hi, my name is Chrissy Stamey, and today we're going to talk about Ben Service's challenges for the internet, specifically the ninth challenge outlined in the document, The Internet is for Everyone. The ninth challenge outlined here simply states this, for the continuation of the internet, there must be a way to hold people who use it irresponsibly accountable through legal recourse. Basically, find and arrest internet criminals. Vince Service's ninth challenge specifically reads that the internet is for everyone, but it won't be if we are not responsible in its use and mindful of the rights of others who share its wealth. Let us dedicate ourselves to the responsible use of this new medium and to the proposition that with the freedoms of the internet enables comes a commensurate responsibility to use these powerful enablers with care and consideration. For those who choose to abuse these privileges, let us dedicate ourselves to developing the necessary tools to combat the abuse and punish the abuser. Obviously, when reading that statement, I can't help but think of the dark web. To those who don't know what the dark web is, the dark web is a part of the internet that most people never make contact with while going about their daily lives. If the internet is like an iceberg, the surface level is the normal, non-anonymous part that everyday people use to search up Wikipedia and football stats and YouTube, regular internet stuff. The dark web, in turn, is the deep, deep tip of the iceberg, far below the water. This part of the internet uses special software, like Tor, for example, that makes your computer anonymous while browsing by sending your connection through at least three, if not many more, routers to scramble the connection back to your computer. There are over 7,000 routers to cover a person's trail with, so tracing computer access on Tor is pretty much impossible. Some people use anonymity software like Tor to simply hide their identity out of privacy. For instance, journalists investigating dangerous underground networks. You've probably seen Vice or Wired articles about how the illegal underground functions. This is how these journalists get in touch with those people without putting themselves in immense danger of being tracked in real life. Others, though, like the people those Vice and Wild journalists are investigating, are actually doing bad things on the internet under the cover of anonymity. You can buy and sell pretty much anything on the dark web, from guns to drugs to human body parts to straight-up live human beings. For instance, one specific internet criminal is a highly successful credit card scammer who bought stolen credit card information off the dark web for relatively cheap, then manufactured replications of those cards and bought ridiculously expensive amounts of valuables to be resold to other buyers on the dark web as well. It is incredibly hard to find criminals like these because any IP addresses for these computers would be untraceable, and thus the only options that law enforcement officials have in taking down criminal organizations online is to either infiltrate and take down or to infiltrate and take over. Takeovers have been proven to be much more effective, and unlike an infiltration of a dark web site that ends in hunting and immediate arrest of only a few people, takeovers are characterized by police finding openings in the security of dark web sites, silently acting as members of said communities for weeks in order to gain access to thousands upon thousands of customers' geolocations, and finally launching massive, widespread arrests like the one made by Dutch police in Operation Bayonet in 2017 that took down a site called Hansa, a massive dark web marketplace. While neither of these types of operations ever fully extinguished dark web activity, takeovers, like the one performed in Operation Bayonet, have been far more successful in scaring off dark web criminals from using sites like Hansa ever again. Police interactions with people on the dark web isn't always directly related to normal citizens of the world, but the way that the police go about finding internet criminals on and off the dark web is generally the same. First, and find out information about the people that they're trying to hunt. Second, find a geolocation for the targets. And third, make an in-person arrest based on the accumulated information. This is how the internet community has thus far been committed to finding and bringing internet criminals to justice. 
And though the constant fight against internet criminals has been described by law enforcers as, quote-unquote, a game of perpetual whack-a-mole, massive strides in understanding and outing the dark, illegal parts of the internet has been made in recent years. To recap, Vent Service's ninth challenge of the internet is to find and punish those who use the internet irresponsibly through legal recourse. A major battlefield of the struggle for internet justice is the dark web, a massive underground network of untraceable computers. Police are learning new and improved ways of infiltrating and taking down these criminal organizations who use the anonymity of the internet to conduct illegal activity, which mainly involve undercover investigation and extreme amount of information collection before in-person arrests are made.